0: Feeling good and feeling strong, knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself. I'm driving
1: Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the Spirit Doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going?
0: It's going great. Yeah? Yeah, the weather finally broke. <laughs> 97 degrees in October yesterday. It is That's wild, insane. but,
1: it, you know, for, for those of up, us up here, and you know what it's like to have fall up here, it is gorgeous. The weather is starting to turn to fall, and we're getting those cool nights where you can sleep with the windows open. It's that kind of, that kind of time up here. So I apologize that you're still dealing with 100-degree temps. But we're good.
0: (laughs) 79 today. Okay. It's going down, so it'll be okay soon.
1: We have some interesting things to talk about today. We're going to talk about something that I didn't realize we were both receiving, which was these messages from the universe coming from Tut, and you had one specifically that you wanted to sort of address.
0: For those of you who don't know, Mike Dooley, uh, the Adventurers Club, has been putting out the tut messages from the universe, which is the universe talks. talks is, yes, the universe talks. For. Yep. Yeah, Joey just told me this. I've, I've been <laughs> getting them since 2007 and promoting them since 2007. <laughs> and I had no idea what that stood for. So <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you type in your goals and your name and what you want out of life, and and it delivers to you customized messages that will occasionally insert your goals into the messages. So it really feels like the universe is talking directly to you. Yeah. So I've been on this list for oh, well over a decade and uh, <laughs> evidently Joey's been doing it too. We didn't, in, didn't know that about each other <laughs> until I took a message that came in a couple weeks ago and said, Hey, I want to talk about this on the podcast. And he was like, Hey, I just got that message. today." <laughs> <laughs> What we're going to talk about is the 10 ways that people give away their power as per the message that came out. And we're going to discuss each one of those. And so we're going to just go through. It's it's going to be a little more structured than our normal sort of wandering, ranting weirdness. but, (laughs) But I promise there will be wandering, ranting, random weirdness in there. So first one on the list is choosing to be unhappy. And I will tell you from personal experience that this is a classic way in which people, people give away their power. Uh, it, there is a way in which they just fall in love with the unhappiness. Mm-hmm. And there's, I just recently put out a, a post on my social media that said there's no reason to feed your fears or nurture your pain. And that's exactly what people who choose to be unhappy do. And I just want to say this, if you are not the person who is choosing to be unhappy, but you are friends with or partnered with the person who is choosing to be unhappy, there is absolutely nothing you can do about it. You cannot fix it for them. Mm -hmm. They have to choose to fix it for themselves. And so you can be supportive and whatever, but do not spend your entire freaking life trying to fix it because you cannot fix it. You have zero power to do so. It is entirely within their own purview. I knew someone like this. She walked in and it was the most beautiful day, right? The most beautiful day you could ever imagine. You walked outside and it was just like, oh, oh my God, it's so beautiful. (laughs) And I said, oh. And I was just overtaken with the joy of the beauty of the day. And I said, it's just so beautiful. And she went, yeah, not like yesterday. Yesterday it was raining <sighs> and terrible. And no, 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 no. she was completely, <laughs> I looked at her. I was like, wake
1: up. I've had so many people who, who are like that, <laughs> where you say something which is like, oh, this is wonderful. And it's like, yeah, but the yeah, yeah, buts they they sort of eat away at your soul when when they're like, I have to find something not aligned with either with what you said or with what is positive
0: well and oftentimes i find that these people come from households where there is a competition to see who had a worse day Mm -hmm. and so where the the tendency within the family is to find what sucks yeah and to say oh but mine was worse and i win right (laughs) (laughs) it's like let me let me be clear if you are winning then my day was worse You are losing at life. I just want to say that. All right. Next. Fear of anything.
1: Especially falling in love. Especially
0: falling in love. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know that that one needs a lot of explanation.
1: (laughs) That one is super powerful because it's it's almost like a fear of feeling anything. A lot of people fear emotion. And I talk to so many people like, oh, I just had a really bad breakup. I'm never going to fall in love again. And I'm like, but why? Why would you not want to feel – even with the down, the up is part of it and and you're missing out on the journey. It's like eating a piece of steak but not being able to taste the flavor. It's just – why would you live life that way?
0: It's not actually a fear of feeling so much as it is a fear of pain because it's the anticipation of pain that causes the fear. Because if it was just oh it's gonna be love and fabulousness all the time right. that would be one thing right but people always assume that everything's gonna end and then I'm gonna get hurt
1: it, and that's the part that I that I actually find exciting is that the pain that could no it, I know maybe maybe I'm a little bit of a spiritual masochist as well right but it's it's that whole idea of The pain is part of it, right? So, some, yes, there's going to be down times, but you that's also part of feeling. That's part of being humans that can have these emotions that go all over the map. And if you don't feel the bad, then you can't appreciate the good. And that's sort of, I absolutely agree. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, I was kidding, obviously.
1: No, no, but it's true. Every time I say it, that's what I get from people is what the hell? What's wrong with you, dude?
0: (laughs) No, I absolutely agree. I'm just teasing you, but um yeah the if you spend your entire life living to avoid pain, then you live a half life yeah, because you never actually do anything worth doing. All of the things worth doing require risk.
1: How is that one of the ways that people give away their power though that's that's not being able to experience, but how do how are you giving away your, your power there?
0: Well, because you're giving away your power to the fear. Okay. Because inherently we all want to fall in love. Right. We all want to do the things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. We all want to have, you know, fun and exciting and, you know, engaging experiences. Yep. But if when you look at doing those things, you go, I can't do that because yeah. then you've handed your, your power to your fear.
1: Okay. Well that makes sense then. Eh?
0: All right. Yeah. This stuff down here is is the stuff that I really wanted to talk about. So (laughs) believing that karma or spiritual contracts are absolute. Oh, my God. (laughs) I get this one all the time. People are like, oh, well, I have a spiritual contract to do this and uh, to be partnered with this person, so I guess I have to. And yeah, I'm like, no, no, you don't. (laughs) And they're like, but I made a contract. I'm like, yeah, you made the contract. You can break it. Yeah, they're they're just like, what? Like, you make a contract when you come in because you want to have a certain experience. You're having that experience and discovering you hate it. So break the contract and do something different. You know, it's not like it's that big a deal.
1: Free will still exists.
0: Yeah, free will still exists. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is your game. What do you want to play? You Mm -hmm. know, and and there's this concept that people think, oh, well, you know, because I did it before I got into this life i must have known but maybe
1: (laughs) there may be a message in there there may be a lesson in there but at the same time it doesn't mean
0: you can't get it elsewhere exactly it's definitely one of those moments where you're just like yeah stop it it's like (laughs) you know it's like sticking a knife into your thigh over and over again and going but it's for a higher purpose come on stop it (laughs) just stop it there's absolutely no reason why you have to, bro- you can't break a spiritual contract. You know, karma exists. I'm, I'm not going to argue that karma exists. Karma does exist. But karma exists because we carry forward our personal belief structures from one life to the next. And so if we feel guilty about doing something in a previous life, we will atone for it in this life. Yeah. That ha- that's how karma works. <laughs> If you don't want to pay your karma this life, don't pay your karma this life. Put it off to next life. Okay. It's all right. And I know that everybody's out there going, put responsibility. Out. You know, it's all of that black and white thinking. Yeah. Right? It's all of that duality thinking. The reality of the spiritual world is that everything is shades of gray. And there is no black and white. There is no right and wrong. From different perspectives, right looks different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: From different perspectives, wrong looks different.
1: And that's the world in general. That's not just spiritual. Absolutely. That's just life.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing is that that the universe is looking at things from an experiential state. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did you have the experience? Yes. Did you get something out of the experience or not? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or no. Okay. You had the experience.
1: Next. Yep. Next. <laughs> <laughs> it's just.
0: There's no assignment of good or bad. There's no assignment of, you know, successful or unsuccessful. There's, there's just the experience and that's all it is. Right. It's like going on an amusement park ride. Did you get something out of it or did you just have an experience?
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Like, well, you know, I, I went on, the, I went on the tilt-a-whirl. <laughs> 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 it was, like, that was cool. It was a tilt-a-whirl or I went on the tilt-a-whirl and I got sick. I, I don't think I want to do that again. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Right.
1: Now, this next one is one that people do constantly. Oh yeah, constantly.
0: You gonna tell
1: them? No, if I'm please you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing it.
0: <laughs> okay, so so this one is waiting for their ducks to line up before acting. <sighs>
1: I, I'm guilty of it as well.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I know.
1: I know you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I poke you all the time. Yes,
1: I am guilty <laughs> this of this would be as well.
0: My, my time to say again, if you're looking for a great producer for your podcast, <laughs> Joey has a business doing that and you should really call him because he's amazing and you know it. So, but there's this waiting for your decks to line up before acting. And this is, uh, this is part of it. You know, I'm going to look down the list a little bit and see. Uh, there's some that you, are going to upset yeah, people in there too. Yeah, well, I'm just making sure that what I'm about to say isn't already addressed further down the list, but but yeah, there's a, there's a way in which we have to wait for it to be perfect Mm -hmm. or we have to wait for ourselves to be perfect, right? Until we do something. And the fact is that nobody's ever perfect and nothing's ever perfect. And no, I I don't remember what general said it, but no battle survives the first engagement. No battle plan survives the first engagement. So just go do it right. And adjust as you go ready, fire, aim, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the queen of skipping steps. <laughs> so that's the other side of it is that that's another form of sabotage is skipping steps and refusing to build your foundation before you try and build the house on top of it, which I have done many times in my life because I want to be there yesterday.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in, in my wisdom, I have learned to slow down and build the freaking foundation first. <laughs> but. <laughs> So I took it to the other extreme often, (laughs) but there is a middle ground in which you say, okay, you know, I've made a plan, I'm going to build this size house and I need a foundation that's this big. And, you know, I'll make the rest of the plan as we go. I'll make sure it's done just in time. And while that's not a great idea for building a house and ordering materials and subs and whatever, but it's a great idea for building your life. We adjust as we go. We don't know what we want and we think we know what we want and we we get there and we go, well, shit, this isn't what I want. Right. (laughs) And you go, oh, well, and, and then if you're if you're not not very enlightened about it, you'll kick yourself and be like, well, you were stupid for wanting this blah, 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 blah. But if you're enlightened, you'll be like, okay, so I learned that this is what I don't want. So, you know, Edison, a thousand ways, first he found a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. Right.
1: Right.
0: And he didn't beat himself up for it. He just went, okay, that way doesn't work next. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, every, every way informs the next. And so that's the key. Mm -hmm. So ready, fire, aim,
1: ready, fire, aim. (laughs) (laughs) This next one's gonna piss people off, Kelly.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> it is.
1: What's the next way that people give away their power?
0: Believing in soulmates. Mm-hmm. And the reason for this is that it 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 implies that one, there's only one person in the world for you, which I think is just insane. There are seven billion people on the planet. Yeah. Right? And and I say this having found my guy. Yeah. Right. I have my guy, he's amazing. He's wonderful. I'm very clear that we were meant to be together in this life. And if he or I died tomorrow, we would find somebody else. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's just how it is. Yeah. And that is not, I mean, it's life is more sleepless in Seattle (laughs) than it is soulmates. Okay. Well, if you open yourself up, to love, if you are loving, if you are available, if you are able to receive love and to give love, then you will find any number of partners who are suitable for you.
1: Okay. So can we define, because this is where I think the the difference is, because what you just said, I 100% agree with. But when we say believing in soulmates, we're talking about that concept of soulmates that there is one person for you. Yes. But when we've talked about what our soul family looks like and we've talked about people who come into our lives in different ways that these relationships the soulmate relationship is actually one that in the way we talk about it isn't one person you're you have a number of soulmates that you will meet across your life that will have different roles in your life some will be romantic some will be uh you know platonic some will be familiar so there's all of these different things so when we say believing in soulmates we're talking about sort of that concept of there's one person for you in the world and you need to find that one person and that's the only way you'll be happy versus the the sort of holistic view of soul families and soulmates That we've spoken about before here in Spirit Charpa.
0: Exactly. Okay. See, you don't need me at all.
1: That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to clear that one up because I know that when we say that, people are going to hear that and they're going to get angry and be like, no, I have the soulmate. And that's fine. Maybe you do. Maybe that person you're in a romantic relationship with is a soulmate. But that doesn't mean that that is the only creature ever created that was intended to be your romantic equal in Yes. And sometimes people think soulmates are soulmates and maybe they're, they're karmic relationships versus soul relationships. Who knows?
0: And sometimes you meet people who are soulmates, but for whom this is not the life.
1: Exactly. You're
0: going to be together. I've had two of those in my life. Mm -hmm. I had two people. One, one, I gave the option and I said, you know, do you want to be here? And he, he was like, "Mm, I can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And the other one was like, Ooh. And I was like, not going to be this life. I'm I'm in a completely different place in my life than you are in yours. And I will only hurt you at this point. Yeah. And I don't want to hurt you because I love you. And, you know, he was looking to get married and whatever. And I was fresh out of a divorce where I felt yep. trapped. and I was like, No, I need me some wild monkey sex time. Yeah. I can't I can't do this. And, and we still love each other, and we still agree that next lifetime is our time. You know? <laughs> so
1: let's clarify this for people. When we say believing in soulmates is a way to give away your power, it's constricting yourself yes. to the idea that there is only one person for you. Allow yourself to live, allow yourself to experience, and allow yourself to take that power for yourself well, and not, not have it designated by some other external source that this yeah. is the person you have, and that's it. You can't choose because you can choose.
0: It's that and... It's also pinning your happiness on that person.
1: right? Your happiness right? is truly so, be pinned on you.
0: Right. <laughs> exactly. So both giving away your power in terms of finding a relationship and it having to be exactly the right person. Yeah. Um, and in terms of uh, I can't be happy until I find them. Right. Right. So that's, that's two ways of handing your power over in that particular one. And All I right. watched my mother do that. It was very sad. Yeah, it's yeah. hard.
1: All right. So we're through five. We've got five left and... We, we almost need two episodes to get through these because this, this is some good conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are we close to the end of our 30 minutes? <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> okay. We'll start going a little faster. Yep. Okay. So attaching to unimportant details and outcomes. Yeah. I see this happen all the time. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's called drama. <laughs> okay. If you are uh, attaching to unimportant details and, and, and to specific outcomes, you are engaging in drama. Yep. And that is unnecessary and it is a way to hand over your power. Okay. I'll just stick with that one. And when I see outcomes, I want to be really clear that, you know, this is where we provide the destination and the motivation and the universe provides the navigation, right? right. So, so the outcome is not your responsibility. It's the universe's. Right. And you're trying to control.
1: You just need to input the right stuff and trust that you'll get there.
0: Exactly, and that there may not look exactly the way that you think you
1: pictured it should well, right yep.
0: you know go watch uh, under the Tuscan sun again and see that lesson, and yep. that will explain it to you Yep. but uh, attaching to the unimportant details and the outcomes is all about control and it's about trying to find safety and that's about externalizing your sense of safety, which is how you're giving away your power okay thinking that they have dues to pay. I lost a friend over this. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did because she was a hard work makes, makes things work. You know, you only get anywhere through hard work. And I don't believe that. Yeah. I have a magical thinking perspective. I believe that the world, the, the universe conspires to help me and that I live a charmed life. And therefore I do. <laughs> things just work out for me. And every time they did, she got pissed. Because it violated her rules of the universe.
1: Right. (laughs) And
0: she felt like she had to work so hard that I didn't. And it it made her angry. And one day we were at a museum and they had these beautiful photographs from 50 years ago. And I was like, I have some really lovely photographs. I I should probably donate them to the museum and see if they'd like to use them. She was like, they don't want your photographs. No, no, no. What makes you? She got really angry. (laughs) Really angry. Because I thought that I could just. Saunter in and hand over some photographs and get featured in a museum. And no, you have to pay dues to do that. And I was like, you don't know that the people on this wall paid dues. They Maybe they just happen to know the right people and get their photographs above the wall. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, how do you know? I don't know that you don't know that. And I don't choose to believe it, you know. <laughs> I'm the person who got a book deal because I went to a convention and had a booth. Right. You know? <laughs> I, I literally got the deal before I found the agent. <laughs> I was just like, you know, I, I, I just don't believe it. So you don't have to pay your dues unless you believe you have to, in which case you're handing over your power to that belief yeah worrying about how your dream will come true and this ties
1: back into a couple of the others we talked about where you're trying to force it or figure out i need all the steps and this is the navigation piece this is control exactly
0: not your job yeah that's the universe's job stop freaking micromanaging (laughs) all right thinking god decide who decides who gets what I I actually watched the TV show Evil last night.
1: I wanted to watch that. I haven't seen it yet. It looked really good.
0: Well, and they had this discussion, actually, on the show. Really? And, yeah, they were talking about that um, one of the characters was saying that she just didn't see how prayer was useful because some people got miracles and some people didn't and you know mm-hmm. and it was a crap shoot and, and you know why it, why would a just god do something like that mm. right and you know the fact is that you know how people perceive god is dependent upon how they experience the world yeah i had a guy who called me the oogity boogity lady because i happened to know what the details were about salem and the belief structures of paganism and whatever and and he clearly was like ah you know i was like you know spells and prayers are the same thing you know that right (laughs) and he's like no they're not you're manipulating things to get the spells and i was like you don't expect god to answer your prayers that's probably why they're not getting answered (laughs) It's all the same thing. It's just different languaging and different intent. Right. It, you know, you're handing over your power to God mm-hmm. in that scenario. Yep. And, you know, a lot of Christians will say that's appropriate. Right. Let go and let God. But God helps those who help themselves.
1: <laughs> There's another it one. Says so in the Bible. <laughs> okay? There's another so,
0: one. So, you know, you have to choose what you want. And then the universe or God or whoever you want to call it uh, will will provide if you act in faith, which is accepting and surrendering that, you know, the right thing will come. Right. It's all the same stuff. Right. (laughs) All right. I'm going to get a lot of letters about that. I'm sure. (laughs) Asking others what they should do, uh, asking others what they should do, meaning what you should do, asking others what you should do. And that is a classic, Uh, Dependence and asking permission, which is, and it's actually a chakra block in the fifth chakra. Mm -hmm. And that is because you're staying in your childlike self, child self. And so you're handing over power to other authorities. Yep. Other
1: adults, and And let's be clear about this one, too, a little bit. And I want to ask you a twist on this. And there are people who do that consistently. Everything is yes. what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Yeah. But then there are also people who reach points of overwhelm in their lives that they go to others and they look for advice and guidance and saying, I am so overwhelmed right now that I can't. I am knowingly handing my power to you so you can maybe help pull me from this place and that's not necessarily a bad thing
0: no no and i I talk about this a lot as people come into the mastering spiritual evolution program actually because Mm -hmm. uh, when you're walking into an environment that you're new to let's say you were you were hiking the appalachians or you were hiking you know the the kilimanjaro right you don't know the path up the mountain Right. You don't know the path, you don't know the landscape, you don't know the the pitfalls, you don't know what what's out there in that scenario, when you're walking into new territory where you are uneducated, mm-hmm. then handing over a portion of your power to the person who is guiding you is appropriate because that's that person you hired them because they know the path and they right. know the journey and they they can guide you appropriately so that you don't make rookie mistakes, right? right? So from that perspective, handing over your power to them is appropriate. Yeah. However, if that person then turns and starts to abuse you, right. taking your power back is appropriate yeah, in that exactly. scenario, right? And if you're overwhelmed, if you're beyond your ability to cope, Reaching out for help is actually really Healthy. valuable.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Because and and Kathy and I were talking about this morning that this morning on our walk we were uh, we we talk over the phone as we walk on the mor- in the mornings. But we were talking about the fact that someone should be able to protect themselves, and that that protection is far more powerful than any other protection that you might get from someone else. But that on occasion. If you're overwhelmed or overdone or you just can't deal or you can't see it because of your perspective, reaching out and asking for help from somebody else. Not saying do it for me because I'm I'm helpless and victim, but because there's something I can't see and I need your input. There's something I can't do and I need your input. I'm I'm overdone. I'm baked. I'm fried. I need. I, I'm crispy crittered, and I don't have the energy to do this. Can you help me? That is still holding your power and asking for support. That's not handing your power over. And at that's
1: all. a great distinction for what we're saying here. Asking others what what you should do is not necessarily. In those moments where you're overwhelmed, you're overcooked, all of those places, it's it's okay to do it there, as long as you still acknowledge, and you said it in what you just said was, I still have my power, but I need some help here. I need somebody okay. to throw me a rope or somebody to tell me, I, I'm so close to this emotionally, I can't see where the handholds, the footholds are to climb out of this pit that I'm in. And I need somebody yeah. who's a step back to be able to show me that. And, and that's okay.
0: Absolutely. I call that reality checks. Right. Right. Like I call up, I'm like, I need a reality check. Right.
1: It's mm.
0: like, okay, my reality says this, give yeah. me another option. And, <laughs> and, you know, the, the person on the other end goes, ah, it's not exactly how I'm seeing it. Okay. Right. Exactly. I, that's why I called. Give me another option. Cause I, I need another option. Cause this one isn't working for me.
1: Exactly. Okay. Well, that's the 10. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff there. And there's some things that are going to sort of shake people's reality trees there because it's stuff that we do every day. You know, We acknowledge stuff. I certainly do a lot of those things. But it's important for us to read them, see them, hear them. Because when we start to recognize those tendencies in ourselves, then we can say, oh, wait, this is that thing that Kelly told us about. And I'm doing it right now. And I need to shift that off.
0: If you're curious about these messages, we will post a link to how to subscribe to them in the the show notes.
1: Yeah. And there's some interesting stuff on the website, tut.com, where Mike Dooley, who we mentioned, has got some fantastic information out there. They do a number of different seminars and things like that. It's it's a really cool program. Highly recommend people taking a look.
0: And Mike, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right. That is all that we are going to talk about today because we are now officially over time. But <laughs> but if you want to get this message out there, we definitely would love for you to subscribe to the show, rate it, let people know what you think about what Kelly's doing. A number of people have joined the Spirit Sherpa podcast after party Facebook group where they've given you a lot of feedback about – how they feel about the show. They're just coming into it. They feel like they're part of it. I think you said today that you just got a message from someone who said, you know, thank you for talking to us.
0: Yeah. We actually got an email from someone who who said that because she came in and said that she loves the podcast and she'd been listening to other things before. And I, I asked her, I said, so what did you like about the podcast? And she said, you know, the dis- the details of discussion points, your voice and singing are like a siren. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Joey C. also has a voice you can follow. Uh, you have a long history and go deep into every to- topic. You stand in your power. Joey C. summarizes the points discussed and you have fun. It's joyful. And, you know, that's really what we try to do because, yeah. you know, that's, that's the way it's fun for us to do it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Keeping it real. Keeping it real, Kelly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to, f- share feedback with us by all means but absolutely go into the spirit sherpa podcast after party facebook group because we're doing all kinds of extra stuff i just had a conversation with karen baskin yesterday and she's going to be posting some ghost stories in there i talked to carolyn kappish she's posting in some stuff around what's happening astrologically and i asked her specifically to talk about what's been going on emotionally
1: because a lot is
0: yeah. So she's going to be posting something in there shortly. Catherine Kerrigan is coming out with a new book. Oh, she just awesome. wrote to me and asked me to, to read it for her and make some comments. So that that'll get posted when she gets that book finished. So all sorts of cool stuff happening with the guests that we've had on the show. And, uh, you know, as always, I'm, I'm always posting fun memes and, you know, additional content and whatever. So, oh, and we just started posting these as well on YouTube. Yes. And so the first 17 episodes are going to go up fairly quickly. I put three up yesterday, and so I'll be putting a few up as we go. And once we get through 17, which were the ones that we, we recorded in person when I was in Boston, yeah. we will then have video of Joey and I talking to each other and talking with our guests. And so if you want to see the video, that would be freaking awesome for you uh, to, to check us out. And because it's YouTube and not uh, the podcast, we're not going to be editing for content. Right. So we'll be cutting out the the, the major gaps and the ble- the breaks and whatever. But we're we're not going to be editing it down to half an hour. So there are some episodes that went like forty five minutes to an hour, like this and one. So- Yeah, so you'll get extra. Are we really there? Almost. (laughs) All right, I'll stop talking. (laughs) But it's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. And I, I told Kelly and I will be transparent with the listeners. I'm nervous because we didn't record as a live show. So video going to play a little bit differently than the audio uh podcast versions but at the same time it is an, a really great way for the listeners to kind of see what we're doing and um and kind of get a feel for for what's going on here beyond just hearing the voices so yeah. we are looking forward to that all right and uh last thing i want to talk about is kelly which you've recently over the last couple of months done a Huge changes to the website. It looks fantastic, by the way. Um, lots Thank of good you. stuff there. But go there. Sign up for Discovery Calls. Kelly's talked about that recently with some, if you know, if you're binging this show, there's a lot of energetic work happening here. It, probably time for you to get on a discovery call with kelly it's free you can sign up for one and have that conversation with her just to make sure that the path is 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 flowing well and everything is going well and she can give you a lot of a lot of great uh feedback there but also get on kelly's mailing list so you can do that you can subscribe for that on the website as well KellySparta.com. and that's it anything you want to say before we wrap up for today
0: nope i'm gonna shut up now I talk too much. Not
1: at all. That's why we're here, (laughs) Kelly. We're here to listen to you talk. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing <laughs> alright folks that is all that we have for this week but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy magic and the spirit world I'm Joey C here with Kelly Sparta and you have been listening to Spirit Chirpa so long everyone
0: watch travel over 13,000 now I leave behind a